All right, Breaker One Niner. That's the uh, vintage intro. You remember that? It's been a while since I've done that one. Long time since I. Yeah, get your ears on for the uh, the GMB show. Where for the next twenty minutes plus or minus, we're going to be talking about how to build the perfect body weight strength training program. Because we believe in perfection, and uh, if anyone can tell you about how to do it right and perfectly, it would be, be uh, effective gurus like us. First off, number one, it has to be hardcore. Yes. Uh, number two, um, number two, if you don't get biceps on day two, you don't want it bad enough. That's right. It's all about the biceps because that equates to strength. That's, yep. that's that's how you build strength. Biceps. Bicep yep. curls. Bicep curls. Um hey, I'm not against bicep curls. I just gotta let you know, man. No, I'm not either, actually. I love them. So yeah, let's yeah. just let's 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 actually uh, get serious and bring it down for a minute and um Yeah, and I'll go uh, on I'll go on and I'll 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 pop the seal on this. I'll I'll blow blow our our announcement load right here and just go on and say that we, by the time this goes live, will be on the verge of releasing the perfect, okay, a pretty damn good bodyweight strength training program. Pretty right? damn good. Pretty if, damn good. If we're honest, I think it's pretty damn good. Um, it's done really well with our trainers who have tested it, uh, and we've really put a lot into this, a lot of kind of uh, under the radar, behind the scenes, uh, you know, secret ingredient kind of features into this program that I, I think differentiate it from some of the from what you can see from a list of exercises, let's say. And I think that's really the important features of uh, of of this program. But also, these are some of the things that make programs that may look similar uh, work differently. And so that's kind of the things that I think I, I'd like to talk about today is not not really about why our program is so great, but about some of the things that can take the same list of exercises maybe and make them either more or less effective for the person who's actually practicing them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think one of the first things that we can go ahead and start off with is the sets and reps and how we actually don't do that in this program and why. So, yeah, um, yeah and like I just said, you know, in this program, you're not going to find the sets and rep schematics that you might find in other programs. Um, one of the big reasons for that is, like we talk about in GMB all the time, is looking at the quality of the movement that we're performing. And sometimes, and a lot of times, when you just focus on that, set and rep protocol, you're only concerned about getting that particular number instead of really focusing on making each and every repetition count. So that quality of movement is really one of the biggest reasons that we kind of got away from the sets and reps uh, idea, that, that protocol programming, and this time instead focused on time-based uh, protocols. Yeah, and so I think maybe we should also kind of contrast that with why people generally do use uh, set and rep ranges. And there's a couple of reasons. One is that, well, they're really, really easy to quantify. Yes. If yes. you can look at, you know, I did this many sets of this many repetitions at this weight, you have a very easy measure 
of you know how much you're doing, and it's very easy to see that you're progressing over time. And uh, so, in strength training, you know, progressive overload means that over time you you increase the difficulty of the uh, that you subject your muscles to. Right? If you're talking about building strength, you increase the load, the difficulty, the strain that you put your muscles under over time, so that they they continually get stronger. Right? So. Sets and reps make that super easy. Um, but the other reason is that uh, we also kind of have a traditional idea that you know, certain rep ranges are good for developing certain attributes. You know, like you know, one to three reps are great for building maximal strength. Um, you know, five to eight reps are you know, a good uh, – you know, uh, I'm sorry, one, one to three reps are, are uh, max strength and power. Five to eight reps are you know, general strength. Mm-hmm little bit of muscular size, you know, t- around 10 to 12 reps is hypertrophy and anything above like 15 reps in a set is more stamina, right? So that's what we tend to say. And that's true. But also the reasons for that is it assumes a certain tempo, uh, uh, which is like how long the concentric, the pause, the transition and the eccentric movement take. But what it's really getting to is what Ryan alluded to is time under tension, that the muscle is contracted and the amount of time that the muscle is contracted, that also, that's really what these rep ranges are trying to approximate. Uh, uh, the force of the contraction and the time that it's tensed. And what we've really found is that, so yes, it's easier to measure things these way, this way, and it's traditional to use these numbers, but by using timed sets, actually, we're able to get the same kind of time under tension, and we are able to focus on the technique rather than the counting. And that's the big, the big thing right there, I think, is changing that focus and bringing the focus back yeah. into what you're doing. So being in the moment of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that you can't do that when you're focusing on reps and things like that, but when sure. there is a number in there – you know, subconsciously, you're going to be just focusing on that number. And so by taking that away, it allows you to be fully in that movement at that time. And then hopefully that means that the quality, your form and everything is going to be better. Therefore, it's going to make you stronger for the particular things that we're after in our bodyweight practice. Now, something else we need to discuss is that what a big dip well big difference between what we're trying to do in our strength program and other strength programs we're not saying that this is the all in strength program for any activity that you're after if sure. you, if you're an athlete if you are a track and field athlete and you're a sprinter and you need a particular um, strength uh, enhancement and I'm not talking juice or steroids here I'm talking you need to go into the weight room to perform a particular task, then you need to be focusing on that task, whether it be single leg balance. Single leg, yes, I was just going to say single you know? leg balance. It could also be any you know Bulgarian weighted squats. It could be whatever. Uh, what we're after is looking at the things that come after and what particular skills that we might be after. Um, let's say, for example, we want to increase our strength to be able to perform tumbling Uh, a little bit better, whether that be aerials or flips or whatnot. So this program, we're looking at, okay, what are some of the things that are necessary and how do we need to focus on training this strength 
in order to be able to get better at those particular skills. So that's kind of the difference between uh, what we're doing here in this strength program and other strength programs. Because I know people out there are going to say, well, hey, man, if you really want to get strong, then you need to load up that barbell. Yes. And I agree. I mean, if you're after just getting strong as you can, like lifting as much weight as you possibly can, get under the bar. Get under the bar, man. Squat. That's great. But that's not really where we're going with this strength program. Yeah. So the thing is, is then, you know, where does that take you? And, you know, this is something, there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you want to pursue, but getting under the bar and squatting and squatting more and squatting more, well, where that eventually leads you is to squatting more and trying to squat more and still trying to squat more. Mm -hmm. And so what we're really trying to do with this, and I think, you know, by phrasing it as, you know, uh, by building a great body weight strength training program, I think people already are beginning to understand, well, you've already chosen body weight movements and that you're after something that's not just lifting more weight Mm -hmm. and so what we're really talking about is skill-based strength training movements right and what that means is that it's the strength that produces skill the strength that makes it easier to execute various skills various feats various movements and the strength that is applicable to all the things that people are coming to us for. So, you know, looking at, I don't want to say particular exercises, but looking at it in that broad sense and saying what, what is necessary, what kind of strength do we need in order to perform the skills is what got us to create this program. And yeah. so um, there are things in here that you might have seen before and in fact everything in here you've seen before just be it's a hundred percent guaranteed zero new exercises yeah. it's it's just simply the protocol the programming that we use for this that makes mm-hmm. it different from other things mm-hmm. and makes it yeah. the most perfect program out there in the world so so let's talk a little bit more about about that so you know we just mentioned there's there's no new exercises in this and i think that's one of the really important things uh, when people talk about bodyweight exercises, a lot of times we get stuck on like tricks yes. and how do I get this trick and how do I get this trick? And, you know, and I think it's great. Like there's now there's calisthenics competitions and people yeah. are doing some incredibly <laughs> cool shit, really cool stuff, man. you know, but also to be able to do that, they've built a ton of strength and endurance in Absolutely. much lower level stuff. Absolutely. Right. And so before you can get to that conversation about these things, you have to build the strength here. And so what we've really done is we're, we focus on very basic exercises that everyone has seen before. Um, and yes, we take some of those to a very high level of, of difficulty and of competence. Uh, but I think it's really important that when you're trying to create general strength that's going to allow you to do as many things as possible, that you don't try to get too crazy and too specialized with the strength exercises you choose, which is why we've chosen... Uh, and why we we recommend, if you create your own program, we recommend that you choose very general, very basic exercises, uh, at least for the starting point of any kind of strength program that you you undertake. Absolutely. And, and by focusing on those, uh, you're going to be able to perform those for the duration of the time safely and mm-hmm. and be able to focus on the form instead of things breaking down if you just try and go into a higher progression or even Mm -hmm. a different variation that's beyond your reach so and that and you know and just like what andy said it's 
It's about looking at the basics, and that's all we've done here is we're, we're focusing on the movements that really any person who comes in to be able to do this will be able to do it. You'll be able to start and progress and get stronger for whatever you need to do. So um, looking at this, uh, something else too, uh, the best thing I think, well, not the best thing, but one of the cool things about this program that I like is the fact I didn't do anything in the program. <laughs> I didn't do any of the exercises. Um, I have two of, two of our trainers came in and helped me film it. And the cool thing is, is to show you that there are different ways to do things. And so in this program, you will see them performing different, I don't want to say variations, but their own version of each exercise, which is cool. And I think this is a, a good thing too, to understand that, you know, when you're performing these movements and doing these things, it's all about you. It's not about comparing yourself to other people and thinking you need to be um, as strong as this particular person. No, you just need to be as strong as you need to be. And so by focusing and going through the program the way that we have it laid out, it's going to get you stronger and you'll eventually be able to be a better you. And that's really all that matters. Yeah. And, you know, again, this is not just about this particular program that we've made, but even, you know, in any program you do, I think that that's really important is uh, you have to understand that any any teacher or any tutorial you look at, uh, you've got a different person that's at a different level doing the exercise, and you're you're if you're probably learning from a model or from some explanation, you have to understand where that model or explain explanation is coming from, and how that's different from where you're at. So uh, it's important, um, whatever program you're working on, to to look at different people performing those movements at different levels because that's the way that you're going to be able to see that you know at whatever level you're at yes that's one that's all right because that's your level you know but what are the difference between a good performance at a low level and a bad performance at a medium level and that can be really hard to see and that's actually one of the things that we we take very seriously in our tutorials but I think that you're, we're starting to see more and more people do this is instead of saying, this is how you do it. Now, here's how you do the next hardest one. Instead, we're talking about, you know, when you do this exercise, whether it's at the very basic level or the next level or the highest level, the important points are always to focus on uh, the technique. And here's one, two, three uh, technical points that you need to focus on at whatever level you're doing. And so... Whatever program you are working on, you know, don't just look at the form, at the, the, the shape of how the different stages go, but look at those technical details that, that describe quality at every form. And you can't always, for example, make your, your pull-up look like Ryan's pull-up, but you can make your pull-up obey the same rules of good technique that Ryan's pull-up obeys. And that's how... At whatever level, at what at whatever level you're at, at whatever level ever, whatever level of technique you're working at, you're going to be able to milk the juice out of that exercise. And it comes out. And it comes out. <laughs> I've been waiting for an opportunity to use my new favorite mixed metaphor, but to milk all the juice out of that exercise by obeying the rules of good technique for that exercise. Oh, I love it. I've been waiting for that all day. Uh, yeah, no, you just got to milk the juice out of it, man. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's what it, 
it's what it's about. Again, um, there are sparkly, cool uh, progressions, variations out there that people do, but it comes down to what can you do right now? What's your level mm-hmm. that you can perform with quality and ease? And that's that's yeah. where it's at. I mean, we want to yeah. make sure that you can continue to keep a particular tempo and focus on that technique throughout the duration of the time instead of once again as we mentioned in the very beginning just think about cranking out um one to three five to eight or ten to twelve reps of a particular exercises depending on what place you are in your strength building So you mentioned just a second of quality and ease, and I think that's something that we need to discuss because I I think quality is pretty obvious. Uh, I just kind of alluded to it, right? Quality does not mean looking like the model. Quality means obeying the rules of good technique. So, I mean, that's one thing. But then the other one, ease. Now, we used to talk about effort, and I think that in a lot of types of exercise, uh, putting in the the right amount of effort is really important. And... Uh, if you're talking about intensity-based exercise or capacity-based exercise, measuring your effort is very important. But when we're talking about strength training to build skill or to be able to excel at different skills, then effort is actually the wrong the wrong metric. And it, it turns out it's actually the opposite of effort uh, because just putting in effort is not enough to make you good at things. So we actually, uh, in this program and in some other things, we're, we're starting to look at things this way as well, but we, we actually think that for, for skill development, you should actually be looking at how easy was it for you to perform an exercise. And so, Ryan, what are some of the, the, the characteristics of an easy rep? Absolutely. This is good. So when you're performing a movement for the very first time, it's going to be quite challenging, obviously, depending on where you're coming into it. And so if if your if your movement is at or if a particular exercise is at a point where it's just too challenging for you and and your your quality starts to break down as well, then you're not good to go for that particular movement so that means you're not going to be able to continue doing it and so what you need to do is actually look at um, particular levels if that's the way to say it maybe of ease and so figuring out when you're doing this movement is it extremely challenging to the point where you can hardly do it or is it easy and looking at in between there and getting a better feel for what's going on instead of putting a number once again for example looking at the perceived rate of effort and looking at that on a scale from either one to five or one to ten depending on where you come from instead of putting a number to it bring it back to the feeling what are you feeling when you're doing this movement now the cool thing about looking at it in the feeling way is every single day is going to be different you might perform this movement one day and and it could be Oh, I just don't even know. It could it could be challenging that day. It can, it can not really just so tough you can't do it, but challenging, and you can still do it. But the next day, it might feel very very easy. Well, hey, you know what? That's a good thing because that means you're improving. But the opposite can also happen. And let's say I don't know the night before you just you're up all night with your daughter or something like that. You don't have a lot of sleep, and so what might have felt easy one day, the next day could be quite challenging now a lot of other factors can come into play with that can depending on 
quality of movement, maybe you're sore from a different workout or something like that, but basically getting us to start feeling what's going on instead of just focusing on, okay, this particular number of effort and just doing the work and thinking you just jump in and do it. And instead, what's going on? Am I really focusing on the quality of the movement? And when I do that, how easy is it for me? And so mm-hmm. by doing that, uh, and again, time under tension, focusing on a specific amount of time, uh, it's going to allow you to go deeper into that movement, learn more about it, and therefore hopefully get stronger yeah. because you're paying more attention to it. Yeah, and also, for example, in the same 30-second set of doing exercises, as you dial things in and as, you, as they get easier for you and your, your form becomes you know, maybe kind of snappy and your breathing is very relaxed at that point, right? Well, then that allows you to actually in that same uh, span of time to perform more reps. And it's actually you know, almost like an escalating density kind of protocol at that point where in the same amount of time you're doing more work. But because it's easier for you, mm-hmm. you're able to do it without your form breaking down. And uh, so this is actually how uh, we like to uh, – this is how we like to decide when it's time to progress in an exercise. Uh, it's not about uh, a, a certain uh, you know, magic threshold that you get to, but when you're able to perform with high technique at a certain level of, level of ease for whatever duration, then that's the time where your, your density begins to increase uh, – in, in that period, and it's time to begin adding a little more time. And then up to a certain point, your time under tension gets to become kind of long and unwieldy, and so then we'll increase the difficulty with a shorter amount of time again. And so uh, that's what we've been doing with our, well, with our uh, trainer candidates and apprentices, apprentices and, uh, which is the closest thing we do anymore to private coaching, uh, what we've been doing with them, and it's been working really well. It's what we've We've been experimenting with, with a, a lot of things, but uh, we found that this is a lot more effective than having you know, the magic number threshold because what happens with the magic number threshold is you have level A and then level B. And when you reach the magic threshold at level A, then you jump to level B, right? But you can maybe only do like a little bit at level B and then, well, time to give up. Yeah. But no, because what – what we can now do is we can see that it's not just a pop-up. It's a continuum Mm -hmm. that rises. And that also allows us to say, well, let's look at now mechanical drop sets. In the same amount of time when you notice, let's say you increase that duration from 30 seconds to a minute and you start out at the highest level you can perform, but you notice that your technique is starting to suffer. Well, do you just keep going? No, you can actually drop the level of complexity of the movement down, finish the set, and keeping your overall technical, uh, the rules of quality, keeping within those so your technique remains high even though you reduce the complexity of the movement. And so there's a lot of different ideas in how, in how this example kind of plays out here. But what it's really doing is instead of saying, well, you do this and then you can do this and then if you can't do it though, you're screwed – it's giving you a lot of ways to experience the transition through that continuum from here to here. And it's not just pop or, or no, not really. You know, it's, 
it goes up at your level as your level increases and it's organic. So uh, on days where you have to auto-regulate down, and we've talked about this before, when you have to auto-regulate down, you can just come right back here and then keep going, you know, work in that range and you get a little higher, work in that range and a little higher. And we found that this is a lot more organic style of growth. It takes a little bit of self-reflection, which some people think is too difficult, but uh, I like to think that anyone watching this is uh, very good looking and intelligent. So it takes a little bit of self-reflection and honesty, but it allows you to really understand and organically grow and progress your exercise rather than just trying to pop to a new level. And also, rather than us saying that you need to perform something for a specific period of time before you're ready to move on because you know what we don't know only you really know if you're ready to progress or not and and a lot of people be like what what did he just say but i mean everyone's coming into this at a different level and you might be able to jump up to another level or perform a different variation of an exercise uh before you even might think you're ready which is a very cool thing and so this allows you to auto-regulate and like Andy said, you have to do a little bit of soul searching, put the ego to the side and really look at what's going on that day in each and every day. But you know what? That's also a cool thing because you're doing that. You're going to have a better understanding of your body so that mm-hmm. when you try and do other stuff, it's probably going to come faster. And so I'm not trying to say that this is a hack to get you to be able to progress faster to a particular level. But on a certain level of senses, it is. Because the better that you can understand your body, know where you are, know where yeah. you're starting, then you're going to be able to progress at a level uh, that is good for you. And that's going to be easier for you to understand how to do it. And so that's, that's why we came up with this particular uh, way of looking at the quality and the ease of movement rather than just focusing on technique and effort. Yeah, yeah and so – you know, like we said, we, we've been thinking about this a lot because we're about to release this new program. And I'll go on and tell you, it's called Integral Strength, which is because it integrates a lot of these different ideas that we've talked about. And it also integrates strength training back again, like we're saying, with the goal of improving skill, not strength for its own sake. But it integrates that with skill development and, and development of your, your physical autonomy. So Integral Strength is going to be coming out soon. And we'll have information on how you can learn more about that on the website. But the point being that uh, all of these ideas are – they run a little counter to how most people seem to think about body weight strength development. And uh, that's not because they don't work. It's just because I think we've, we've been looking traditionally as an industry, as coaches, we've looked at body weight exercises as a simulation of weighted exercises without the weights. This is why most people get started. I don't want to pay for a gym. I want to work out at home. I don't have weights. Well – that's a really limited view. And when we take this and flip it around and say, well, really, we just want to get more skillful, you know, and we remove those those uh, habits from weighted exercises yeah, yeah, and we can yeah. look at it from the other perspective. Right. And so that's really the whole point of this. And so I think to wrap up, Ryan, I, you know, we had this uh, seminar very recently in Vancouver and Ryan was talking about exactly uh, the definitive number of reps you should always do of every exercise. Uh, and so maybe this is maybe the best thing, even if you're on any program you're doing, uh, whether it's body weight or weighted or whatever, I think there's only one right number for this. Yep. 
there is. There's, there's, and you just said it, only one right number. <laughs> and so what I like to say is I don't care how many reps you can do. I only want to see you do one repetition as perfectly as you can and then do it again. And so, <laughs> and so how many is that? I don't know. How many yeah. can you perform with very, very high quality and with ease? That's where we're after. And that's what yeah. we want. So uh, on any given day, it could be it could be 10, could be 2. So just focus on that quality, focus on the ease of the movement, and hey, you'll be progressing. That's where it's at. Yep. I mean, Jack Black said it best. When you're talking you to cockroaches, you good. only need one. That's right. <laughs> so that's our advice. Uh, whether you use our program or someone else's program or make up your own program, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, you know, do one. Mm-hmm. right and then maybe do it again yeah. uh and i think if you at least get that maybe the rest of these ideas are are more or less useful to you but at least at least get your rep range right that's right all right all right thanks for listening everybody uh hopefully we can do another one of these soon um the program will be coming out soon look for it in all the major bookstores across the united States. oh wait Oh, wait, we don't make books. That's right. We're online. I always forget about that. Uh, You know where to find us. Check out programs coming out soon. Looking forward to having you. Tell us how perfect it is. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) Until then. Bye-bye. For more great info, join us over at gmb.io. And be sure to check us out on iTunes and YouTube.